Alright, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Lonesome Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Palmer, and wow, I have recorded, man, I think like four episodes already, um, with two guests, actually, independently, and none of the episodes recorded. Uh, the first one I recorded with an old friend, Maddie, and another one with my friend, Jess, and none of them just came through. Uh, the recordings both failed independently after like 20 minutes it was ridiculous but after trying to get them to i guess reconfigure and fully upload they just never did it and they deleted on their own so i just decided to cancel the episodes altogether but i'm here now i'm using uh, my new microphone and stuff so this should help but i really didn't have a, a whole entire topic for today's episode i just thought i'd wing it and see where it goes but uh I, I wanted to talk a little bit about my history in podcasts and why I would like to start this one and go into a little bit, uh, go in depth a little bit about what I think about uh, media and the different kind of statistics around media. If you didn't know, I graduated from BATC with a certificate in media design and I had to study, one of my, one of my practices was studying um <clears throat> excuse me, studying podcasts, studying music and, and labels. And I really got into podcasts back in 2019 because I listened to a specific one that was involved around the commentary community on YouTube called The Baited Podcast. It's a very, very, very dead podcast now, but at the time, people who listened to... I, I'm going to give a few examples just to see if anybody recognizes these names, but... Um, if you've seen this, it's a drama show on YouTube called Drama Alert. It's hosted by Keemstar. Uh, he was one of the hosts on it. Another host was Colossal is Crazy. He went by the name Clown. And uh, there, there's been multiple other hosts who have came on with the two. Uh, Tommy C. from Shot from the Point, his own podcast broadcast. Uh, anything for Views, Chad. Anything, or, or uh, not anything, uh, Andy Milanakis. I know he's a really famous guy. Um, I really enjoyed it their podcast because their podcast was just three grown men in their 30s screaming at each other for an hour every episode uh arguing with each other about the coolest stuff it was amazing and it was really really such a cool dynamic obviously i don't want to rip this podcast into that one because i'm just filming by myself but i really love the podcast where they sit down and and really debate with each other or they they're not afraid to you know disagree with each other um other podcasts I listen to are Mom's Basement, which actually has Keemstar on it with Face Banks. And I know Face Banks used to be a controversial figure, but um, Face Banks obviously being one of the main guys in Face Clan. Uh, the Courage and Nate Shot Show, Cold Ones with uh, Chad and Max Mofo. Um, oh man, there's just so many. But like, like Impulsive with Logan Paul, all these podcasts are pretty cool. But... With my podcast, I've always dreamt of doing one, whether it be by myself or with a host. And I remember back in, I can't remember what it was. I think it was like 2019 or 2020. Um, I, 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 I was dating this one girl and I asked her, I was like, yo, like, would you want to start a podcast with me? Because I know that you have, you know, you have some experience in arguing with people and I'm one of them. And I just think that it'd be really nice if you'd want to start a podcast where we can voice our concerns and disagreements about a certain topic. She just blew it completely off. But it really made me think about 
if I am going to host a podcast with somebody or bring somebody on as, as a co-host, I would like them to be somebody who talks and not just sits here for an hour straight and just mumbles. Um, I won't get, I won't dog on and I won't get into the, you know, logistics of the two guests that I've had on prior to this episode, but I've had two episodes where they obviously, as I stated at the start, they didn't record and it it just completely canceled on me. Hopefully this one won't do it now, but, um, I, I've realized throughout both of these guests, uh, that, I, I kind of do a lot of the talking. Now, obviously, yes, I am the host of this podcast, so it's my responsibility and my right, really, to talk and get, you know, say what I need to say, say what I want to say type thing. Um, but I want to make sure that I don't take up all the time and make it all about me. I hate it when I do that, even just in conversations. But I, I really think that this podcast should be centered around what we talk about instead of just what I want to say. And I've had a lot of thought recently about myself and, and what I'm going to do in future podcast episodes. This is all, this is obviously the third episode. It's not much, but, and I, I, it's got me thought, uh, thinking, sorry, I'm screwing up my words, but it's got me thinking about self-reflection and everything that I've gone through when it comes to my selfish desires and when I talk and stuff. Um, so this episode will be a little bit hypocritical and contradicting. I want to go into that about um, three main topics. And those topics are narcissism, selfishness, and greed. Uh, just to go through the narcissism and selfishness kind of fall under the same category of just wanting to make it all about you. You know, some some of you might have heard this term, you know, a narcissist will, will always want something to be about them. They don't want the, if they go to a funeral, they, they obviously want somebody to be crying over them instead of the person who passed. It's like that mentality. Obviously, you know what selfishness is and um, greed is just, well, wanting something, you're just being greedy. You're just wanting more than what you can take. But Growing up, I've had a lot, a lot, a lot of deals with uh, narcissism and selfishness. Um, when I was in elementary school, I remember I was the kid who always wanted wanted more. I was always the kid who, if some other kid was getting the attention, I wanted the attention. If, you know, if, <laughs> if some other kid was crying in preschool, I was crying. It was that type of thing. And I remember going into middle school when I was really reaching those ages of... Uh, okay, I really want to, uh, I, re- I really want to become like a popular kid and, and I really want to be known by everybody. So it altered from, okay, I want to be the center of attention to, okay, I want all of the attention. I want to be one of the people who receives that attention. Do you, do you get what I mean? Um, and I, I think this is really what we're going to stem into in this podcast. The, the topic of what I'm going to be talking about is middle school in high school, let's let's go into that and tie it into narcissism and, and selfishness and all that stuff. Let's tie it into that, okay? For me, middle school was a train wreck. I only went for two years because that's all I was really needing. And then I went to junior high uh, for one year, and then I got into high school. And I did all four years in high school. And, oh, well, Matthew, how did you do that? That's, like, impossible. It's called getting, you know, good grades and following the rules and hopefully doing your best and hope, hoping that you'll get into 
wherever you're trying to get into. That applies for college, too. I was an exceptionally smart kid when it came to certain subjects, but I was also a stupid kid when it came to stuff like, you know, like math and, and, uh, um, I can't even bring it up right now, like English and all, but there's definitely been a lot of, uh, a lot of subjects that I failed at, but in middle school, in middle school, I, I was surrounded by so many popular kids, so many rich kids, so many cool kids, as you want to put it like this, right? Um, just, just the cool kids, just the popular cool kids. I was surrounded by them. And I, if, if anybody who listens to this, God willing, knew me back in middle school, you can obviously attest that I was one of the weird kids. I was one of the, the, I, I was one of the quote band kids. I was one of the weird kids. Um, I, I definitely favored, being popular and being recognized and being known by everybody than over like having self-respect and self-desires and self-growth um high school was a little bit different though i instead of it being like oh i want to be one of the popular kids it was i just want to be accepted by everybody and i would do anything to do that but let's go back to middle school and tie this into the selfish desires I joined football when I was in middle school. I don't remember exactly how old I was. I would take a guess that I was around like maybe 13, maybe 14, 12 even. I don't know. I can't remember, but I was around 13. And I played football at the time. Now, you got to understand, I was obsessed with watching football. I loved the Denver Broncos. And then after they lost Super Bowl 48 or 47, I can't remember which one it was. Um, I completely fell away from them. I hated the Broncos after that. The only person who I loved on the team was Peyton Manning. Um, I switched over to the Seattle Seahawks, who were the victors, and I loved them. And I fell in love with, Mar- uh, not Marshawn Lynch, with uh, Richard Sherman. And for those of you who don't know who Richard Sherman is, uh, he's a, he not anymore, but he at the time was a cornerback, not quarterback, but cornerback for the Seattle Seahawks. I don't know where he's at now. I think he's still playing on the 49ers. Um, and because of that, if I ever find his jersey that I bought when I was a kid, I'm burning it right outside at my back porch because I cannot stand that he transferred to there. Um, I like that Marshawn Lynch transferred to the Raiders. I think that's a beautiful pick for him. But uh, I was obsessed with Richard Sherman. I loved his trash talk on and off the field. I loved the way that he played the game. Um, his interceptions were amazing. I was really a big fan of Richard Sherman. I practically idolized the dude. Um, <clears throat> his trash talk obviously is the biggest thing that he's known for and he is exceptional at what he does and I, I was very inspired but I played football for the sole reason in, in middle school just to have popularity so here's how it goes okay every Friday at this middle school the football players would wear their jerseys okay they'd wear their jerseys and let's let's just cut the shit every person at my school played on one football team uh, that it was like a junior league for one of the high schools. Excuse me. And um, I I joined and I obviously played for a little bit. Now, here's the problem, okay? Here's the, here's the real big issue. I was, I think I was like five foot two. I was really short, like really short, like five foot two, five foot three. And I weighed like, oh God, I can't even remember, like, like a hundred and I think I was like 120 or 130. I was extremely small and skinny. I was very small and skinny. Um, I was very, very, very skinny, I'll tell you that. 
and I'm going against big guys that are, you know, reaching up to 200 at the age of 14, and, you know, they're heavy dudes. They're taller than me by a long shot. They're heavier than me by a long shot. They're just they're just overall bigger than me, even, even in their mindset. So here's the positions that I played. I played defensive end, and I played nose guard. My first position was nose guard. So nose guard is on the defense, right? And you're right in front of the center. Now, the center is the guy who snaps the ball to the quarterback. Okay, center snaps guy. Uh, oh, my gosh. Center snaps the ball to the guy, uh, the quarterback. Okay, quarterback throws the ball, does whatever he does. Okay, I was lined up with the biggest chunky guy on the fucking team. Okay, on the, on the whether it be offensive, uh, my team, or, or the other guy. I was lined up with the big dude, okay? Because right after he snaps that ball, his hands are going straight forward alongside his momentum, all right. Um, I was lined up with the biggest dude, and you gotta understand, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm five foot two. This guy's, you know, five foot. I can't even say five foot ten, right? He's a huge kid. These are big kids, um, and needless to say, the entire time I was on this football team, I was getting bullied so horrifically bad that. I ended up quitting after two years. Um, I'm not going to say any names, but my 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 coach at the time actually um, fractured my my wrist because he got mad at me for uh, uh, my wrist hurting, and he proceeded to fracture it. Um, I'm not going to go into how. There's a there's a video on my Instagram detailing how he fractured my wrist. I've gone into this story before. It's on my Instagram. Um, I'll get into that at the end of the podcast, but. I was getting bullied extremely bad. Obviously, with the coach fracturing my wrist, I had I had my teammates bullying me by throwing me down on the ground and stuff. And when they got mad at me, they'd all punch me. And and you would think like, why are your teammates punching you? I get that, but it, you know, grab my face mask and throw me under the ground. When I was practicing, some players that didn't like me, that their main tactic would be to to punch me and grab my face mask and pull it down. And then when I got back up, punch me you know, 30, 40 yards back, um, sometimes even after the whistle was blown. It was really shitty, and I have no respect for everybody who played on that team that did that shit. It wasn't everybody, but the the players that did that shit to me, you call that sportsmanship, it's not. Um, you're fucking stupid, whether you think it or not. The whole team was a mess. We didn't have any, any winning winning seasons, and it's primarily because all of the rich parents were just paying their kid to be on the highest bidding, you know, position. Um, I won't get into that. But at school, I loved to wear my jersey every Friday. And I was a mess, man. I was so, it was huge compared to me. But I got the popularity and attention I deserved. People were actually including me. Um, despite me getting bullied, I was getting a lot of credit uh, credentials. I was getting attention. I was getting popularity. People were recognizing me. Hell, even girls were recognizing me. And that was a big thing at the time for me. I was getting really good attention. And I even scored at the age of 13 or whatever age I was, I even scored a smoking hot girlfriend for a good period of time. Um, I was doing really, really, really good for what I wanted. I wanted to be popular. I wanted to be recognized and noticed and, and included. And over time, it became a really sick and disgusting and, and honest, honestly unhealthy obsession I would do like anything to get attention. I would, I would, honest to God, I'd, I'd tell people that my friends didn't like to kill themselves. I'd tell them that they sucked and I'd target specific people. I became what they were 
treating me. I became a bully. I became a cyber bully. I became a bully. I would go on Xbox uh, parties at the time and just start screaming at people who disagreed with me and just start being a prick. Now, you got to understand, I was a squeaker, so that even, that makes it worse, right? And a squeaker is being somebody who's, you know, they got a high-pitched voice and they're just before puberty. That's the only way to put it, right? That's a pain in the ass. It became such an unhealthy obsession that people were literally playing with me because they knew that my obsession to be a popular kid. I had Instagram posts that were in the hundreds every month of me just just posting of myself, just posting me just just to, just to get popularity and fame and attention. Right? It was it was narcissism. It was borderline narcissism. I wanted to be one of those kids. I wanted to be one of the kids who was recognized so I can get popularity, so I can be included in small things or even big things. Okay, junior high comes around, that kind of whittled away a little bit, right? I go to junior high, it was a shit school. Middle school was even worse, but let's get back on track. Junior high was, was a shit school, it was a shit area, era of my life. Um, ended up losing my best friends at the time, and I just had to rebuild a little bit. I ended up losing some good friends, and um, I just spent junior high kind of lingering away from that mentality. I actually quit football in junior high um, from how much I was getting bullied, and started to just focus on school. Now, that's how it went for the rest of the time. No popularity, just kind of got included in here and there, whatever, whatever. High school comes around, and we all know that high school is either the best times of your life or the shit times of your life. It's one or the other, nothing in between. For me, it was, in, in a way, it was the shittiest times in my life because I got falsely accused of rape in high school in my freshman year. The first year of high school, uh, I, I got falsely accused of rape and, and really, honestly, my life was, was completely and utterly dismantled um, by this, this girl. And she falsely accused me of rape because she didn't like me after me and her hooked up. Her friends also hadn't had an influence on it because they didn't like me. And obviously, you can understand that after middle school of me being, you know, an attention whore, lots of people didn't like me. She definitely knew who I was at the time in middle school and, and chose to do that. But a lot of, even a teacher had an influence on her decision and she didn't like me either. But I ended up having to go to a mental hospital and eventually she confessed to the police that, you know, were investigating her and me, um, that she, she confessed that she made up the story and that what she said was complete and utter bullshit. That destroyed a lot of the confidence that I had, right? The, a lot of that ego that I developed when I was in middle school and junior high, it it really kind of tore it down. It was like, wow, I'm not a cool person. I'm not a popular kid. And now everybody at school thinks that I'm something I'm not, right? They think that I'm some monster that did this to this girl when in all reality, I'm getting accused of something that I didn't even come close to doing. It was ridiculous. So high school goes on. I transferred to an alternative high school that practically saved my life. Um, sophomore year, junior year, and senior year, I did really good. I was changing my life for the better. My life was finally turning around. I had a really good time. And it wasn't until my, my senior year that I realized it. I realized that all my life from, from middle school, maybe even elementary school, but from middle school until like early junior year I would not even early it was kind of like mid to late I was just really wanting to be included in everything be be with the popular kids be with the the popular group 
and and be attention savvy and attention worthy. I wanted to be worthy of everybody's attention. And I was doing dumb shit to get to that point. I was doing ridiculous stuff, stuff that would get me in trouble at most most cases, right? Um and and I'm reflecting today about my past decisions with wanting to be the attention being on me when I was a kid and stuff and it's it it was borderline in, intrusive narcissism it was horrible um and the reason why I say intrusive is it's because it just intruded into my family life and my personal life and my relationships but we we won't get into that and when I got to my senior year I was dating a girl that I that I talked about uh, last podcast. I I believe it was last podcast. Um, I was dating that girl, and I ended up going to college uh, in my senior year because I got all my credits. I I was doing excruciatingly well. I know it doesn't make sense, but I was doing really freaking good, and I ended up getting my credits. All my high school credits ended up going to Bridgerland Applied Technical College (BATC) or they call it BTEC now. Uh, ended up getting a certificate there in media design um, on my way to an associate's and then after that a bachelor's at Utah State or University of Utah even Weber State and yeah I was doing really good and I finally got out of that ring of you know what I don't need to be accepted by anybody I just need to be accepted by God my mom and myself that's it that's all who I need to be accepted by and the reason why is because when you put your entire dedication into into being accepted by this is the problem okay this is the fucking problem with the internet okay when you put all of your dedication to be accepted by those around you even strangers right strangers you develop this invisible barrier in your head that allows you to uh, to exceed your potential and exceed what your expectations for are for yourself you're so busy focusing around trying to impress other people that you can't impress yourself. You're so busy trying to make other people like you and and pay attention to you that you don't pay attention to what's good for you and you don't pay attention to the stuff that is wise for you, that's healthy for you, that's good for you, seriously. And I completely avoided that and missed the mark. I hated that. I hated thinking about what was right for me, such as going to, going to school on time instead of sloughing and going out with the football team to you know go do whatever. I hated I hated doing what was right for me. I wanted the attention. I wanted the the the, the fame, the the popularity. I joined a football team and got my wrist fractured by my own coach just to get some popularity and attention. I did everything for attention, everything. Point blank, I point blank period. I did everything for attention. I wanted to be a popular kid. I obsessed over it. It was my drive. So senior year comes and I finally realize and I'm like you know what fuck the school fuck everything I don't need to do that crap I'm out of it you know I'm I'm doing me I'm I'm me this is who I am this is who I need to be this is who I want to be um I completely I completely gave up on on pursuing people trying to accept me and and like me strangers really and just found love for myself through God and lo- found love for God and found my acceptance through God and stuff and <clears throat> excuse me i guess one of my biggest points here is i i've talked to so many people and specifically kids that i played fortnite with or gta or even minecraft and stuff i i rarely get on now but when i do they say the same stuff 
and it's that they want to be accepted by their fellow peers and they want to be accepted by their their friends that don't really give them attention they want they post tiktoks in the tens every single day they just want to do anything to be accepted and i tell each and every one of them i say listen the moment that you find popularity is the moment that you try and focus on being yourself but also having a good mindset and a good mentality to others i want to point something out uh last episode i I could see if i could find it but last episode of the mom's basement podcast uh phase banks and let's see Faze Banks and Killer Keemstar, they talked about uh, customer service. That's actually what the episode is called. It was on the 24th. If you want to go listen to it, it's a Spotify exclusive. Um, they they talked about customer service, and they uh, I think it was Banks, actually, who said the most interesting quote that stuck with me. He said, if you work in customer service, one of the greatest, if not the greatest ally you have in, in, in getting people to pay attention and respect you and give you appreciation excuse me, is to have a good mindset, to have a good mentality, to be good to other people and love towards other people. Just have a genuine freaking good mindset. Like seriously, just have a good mindset. You know, when you go to to your job at customer service, right? Say you're, say you're a waiter, right? Say you're a waiter and you're studying at college to, to hold your own law firm or you're, you're trying to be a lawyer or something, right? One of the two, I guess. But you serve somebody, right? And you have that good, genuine, appreciative mindset, okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. You end up sparking a conversation with this guy. And guess what? He owns his own law firm and he gives you a card and he says, hey, I appreciate you being so nice and I appreciate you serving us today. Go ahead and give me a call when you get the chance. Boom. You just got yourself an entire 30 years of future ahead of you because you just had a good mindset showing up to work one day. Seriously. When you have that mindset where you, I I don't want to necessarily call it the customer is always right, but it should be the customer always is deserving of good attention. You shouldn't go up to somebody and say, what the fuck do you want? Why are you coming to our restaurant? You know, buzz off. No, you don't say that. I know it sounds funny, but you really don't, you know, you shouldn't be having that mentality. Even if you don't say that, right, you might be thinking that, you might be having that mentality. It falls under the same category, okay? When you go to work, or when you go to school, this is my motto when I when I went to school. I always wanted to treat the teachers or the people around me with genuine love and genuine attention, right? I'm not saying go there and, and, and fall asleep and, and just think that you listen to everything they say. Just genuinely show attention. And if you have to, fake it until you make it. Seriously, fake your attention towards what the hell the math teacher's teaching because we all hate math. Hell, I hate math and it's my it's in my name, Matthew, okay? I mean, just fake it until you make it. Get the get your teacher's attention, get get their respect and they will never treat you like shit even if they don't like you at the start. Do anything. You know what I used to do when I was in high school? Every lunch I would take by myself, every lunch I would take by myself and I would go to one of the teacher's rooms. And while she was at lunch, going in, in in the teacher's lounge or whatever, I'd clean her room. I would literally clean her room. I'd clean her room. I'd clean the sink. I'd make sure that if there's anything on the floor, I'd, I'd sweep it for her. I'd, I even went as far as to cleaning her desk off when she, you know, wasn't catching up on stuff. I sorted everything out. So when she finally got back to class, 
I'd be, I'd be like, hey, I just made sure that everything was clean in here. And every single time I said, I only expect a thank you, but you don't have to give that to me. And she ended up helping me with every single assignment, every single thing that I needed. I went and talked to her about problems going on at home. And it was all because I went in there and offered more than what she was asking. And that was just for me to pay attention in class. I went in there and I offered my services without her even having to ask, okay? Um, I would always make sure that that I would help other people in the sense of, you know, I just wanted to be respectful and I just wanted to make sure that other people, I could be there for other people, right? You really think that when Jesus was alive, he just said, oh, I'm the son of God, so serve me. Come and serve me. I'm the son of God. Serve me. No, he served other people. He he was the high he was the high the son of the highest of the most highs and he served other people. You got to have that mentality. You got to serve other people no matter how high and above you think you are. It doesn't matter how high and above you think you are. Okay? The point is when you go to school, work, home, family tradition, the gym, anywhere you go, if you just have this good mindset, if you just get over your shit and you just try, just try just try to have a good mindset towards everybody around you, even if it requires you to fake a smile. Fake it till you make it, okay? Just try. Have that good mindset, and I promise you, good things will happen, okay? You sow your good fruits, you're going to reap good fruits, okay? But if you sow narcissistic, selfish, um, self-desired ambitions, um, just overall narcissistic ambitions and stuff, right? You're going you're gonna to raise the results as narcissistic ambitions it's like that it, it kind of plays like that with kind of everything actually like if you if you raise your son by abusing him every day he's probably going to grow up to be an abuser if you bully this is what happened to me if you bully somebody they're going to grow up and be an abuser or they're going to continue following down your path that you have set for them, whether you're a friend or a brother or a sister or a mother or a daughter or anything. It doesn't matter. They're going to follow in your steps because that's the foundation that you've laid in front of them. Now, thank God my mom is such an amazing woman after my dad passed away that she taught me how to get the hell out of that mentality. But I still was in it for a period of time. And I can tell you it leads to nothing but betrayal, distrust, disingenuine. uh everything just everything around you just sucks honestly um but when you finally get over that you know oh i hate this person because i have a grudge against them type of mentality and you get over all the the shit that comes into your life and you just try just genuinely try to have a good mindset and a good mentality one that is focused around serving others rather than it's called this it's called service to others rather than service to yourself okay when you try to have service to others this is what i run by when you try to have service to others by doing service for others you are therefore bringing service to yourself as the results of being a service to other people okay now it might not always come but it will come eventually one way or the other might not come in the way you expect but it will come in the way that you earned okay earn it will come in the way that you earn but you can't just you can't just walk into a you know a school and demand a demand a or a college and demand a degree okay you put in the work and you'll get it but you slack off and and you know you don't put in the work you're not going to get it it's just simple look it's simple logic it's so simple you get taught this in elementary school but 
a lot of people just completely over over uh, over overlook it or underestimate it. It's ridiculous, but you know what? It is what it is. Anyways, yeah. Honestly, when I talk to people nowadays, they they tell me a lot like, oh well, I really would like to. Uh, I'd really like to be included in my friend group like i feel like i'm just the the third fourth fifth sixth seventh wheel of the group i just feel like i'd never get to be a part of anything i say well you know if if your group is not introducing you in, into anything hell i this is why i have no friends in real life is because i i've always been left out you should get out of that group until they notice you i can't remember who the famous speaker was this is a motivational speaker but he said the most interesting thing he said Oh, I wish I, it will come to me in a minute. It will come to me in a minute. But he said, you know, the best life advice he can give somebody is don't give your attention to people who won't listen. Give your attention to people who will listen. Because if you're giving your attention to people who don't listen, you're wasting valuable, valuable, I can't pronounce it, valuable and precious time. You're wasting precious commodities. You're wasting precious attention. Now, I'm not trying to say that, you know, you're the center of everybody's universe, but let's be real. Everybody deserves to give their attention to somebody who deserves it. And your friend group needs to give you the det- the attention, I almost said detention, but the attention that you deserve. Now, let me let me go off of my mistake right there. If they're giving you detention, no attention, and they're just kind of leaving you out here and there, do you really want to? Do you really want to go home and say, "Yeah, I just went and hung out with so so and so and so," or my my two buddies, and it was just kind of me sitting in the background? No, you don't want to say that. You want to go home and say, "Hey, me, Ashley, Tara, um, Tyler, whoever the hell, we went out to the movies today. We had so much fun." And then afterwards, they took me out to go here and there. And it's like you want to have fun and you want to be included. Now you got to separate. You got to separate that becoming a idol idolizing that separate it okay separate it from being your primary ambition you want to be in this is what i wish i could tell my middle school self i would say you know what you want to you want to be included you want to you want to be included in everything you do you want to be i don't know you just want to be accepted be yourself man and and cut the shit quit trying to be something you're not because when you're trying to force something that you're not you're going to get results of something that you're not going to want and not going to need. And it's that's how, that's really, honestly, that's how a lot of depression comes. And for people that struggle with anxiety, that's how that anxiety builds up. You start worrying about stuff that really doesn't even matter to you, right? Everybody with anxiety can attest a time in their life that that has made them worry about something that has that doesn't even come near them right? Oh, my mom just got fired today from work. Now, now I'm worried she's going to kill herself. That's, that's the, that's the mentality that anxiety puts on you. It's bullshit. And it sounds ridiculous. Believe me, you don't got to tell me it sounds ridiculous, but it's true. That's how you feel. That's how you genuinely, genuinely feel. But it all starts with cutting the branches before they start forming, right? Focus on yourself in a healthy mindset, focus on yourself in a healthy way. Don't try to better yourself. Here's the here's the here's the other thing. Try to better yourself in the sense of I want to be a better person for God or for for my mom, for my dad, for my teachers. But I but don't do it for people who won't sit here and take in what you're gonna say to them. You really think that I'm starting this podcast to to talk to people who don't listen to me, right? 
you're choosing to listen to this podcast right now because you want to listen to what I have to say. You have deeper meaning than me just saying, hey, go listen to this. Okay, you could get off this podcast right now. Go ahead, right? And, and for the very few people who, who stayed on after I just said that, I'm just going to tell you, okay? You do matter in the sense of your time, your attention, and your desires, okay? Let's go through those. Time. Your time matters, all right? People sit here and, and, and uh, I can't remember what it was, but they provocate all of their time away. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Um, oh, I, you know, a lot, a lot of with, with Christianity, it's like, oh, I'll, I'll get closer to God tomorrow. Or I'll get closer to God when, when the rapture is about to start in the middle of the tribulation. Or, you know, it, with school, I, I used to do this. I mean, with school, it's like, okay, well, I'll, I'll do that assignment in, in the morning before I go to school. Or I'll, I'll do this or that, whatever. It just, it doesn't play up. Use your time wisely. It's priorities. Prioritize yourself and prioritize what you want to do. Make priorities. That's the biggest thing that I've been trying to do is make some priorities. Make priorities of what's most important and what's least important. And then go down the list. In fact, this podcast was my biggest priority for the past three days. And it's just been it's been a roller coaster of me trying to figure out the audio, right? Um, let's get back on track. Narcissism, right? With, with With your priorities, all that. You know, using your time wisely. Um, make sure that you just don't spend it on on people who don't give a shit, right? Make sure you just, it's just so simple. Just don't spend it on people who don't give a shit. Spend it on people that will will be willing and will be open to listen to you, to be there for you, who want to listen to what you have to say. Okay. Make sure that you surround yourself with people that love you and people that genuinely have respect for you. It's like this. Try to find somebody. In fact, it was Banks again on the Mom's Basement podcast. He said, you know, surround yourself with people who will talk shit to your face and call you out on your bullshit to your face, but will say good things about you to other people behind your back. Find people who will who will correct you on your wrongs straight to your face, but people who will also, right, the same people, really, the same people who will also say nothing but good about you behind your back. When you find those people, man, they're good business people and they're good associates. I'm telling you. And if there's a lot of adults who are listening to this right now who are in the same field as me, uh, media design, um, entrepreneurship, uh, business owning, early business owners, man, I'm telling you, find people who will help you and correct you straight to your face but will also say nothing but good behind your back. I've been with people who have talked shit behind my back and I've let it slide and it goes to wrong, the wrong outlet. But I've also found people who have talked nothing but good behind my back and that's given them good reputation. That makes me know that I can trust what I say to them. That makes me know I can trust what I tell them, whether it be business or personal. It doesn't matter. I can trust them, okay? But when I focus on myself and and I make my narcissistic decisions and my selfish desires overlap what I want for other people in my life and overlap the the important things in life such as okay instead it, let me give an example it's like okay I really want to make I really want to make 30 more sales this month than I did last month so what can I do to help you know my fellow partners in my in my business achieve that what can I help for my sponsors to help me achieve that what can I give to them so they can help me achieve that. 
what what can I do to have a mutual agreement and a mutual contract, a, mu- a mutual f- uh, benefit with them instead of it being, what can I do to have a parasitic benefit, right? I'm not going to go too far into this, but me and my mom's boyfriend uh, yesterday had a talk, a really long talk about uh, about businesses and family businesses. I, I, I am absolutely 100% not going to list this guy's name, um, but there is somebody in my family who owns a business and really honestly after my dad passed away completely and utterly fucking forgot about me and it really breaks my heart but I I remember I went to go work for this specific person in my family's business and I said hey I can give you I could give you you know I, I, I could work a certain amount of hours but I've got college going on right now and I have to I have to absolutely pay attention in college because I'm working on owning a business, I'm working on media design, uh, I'm making artwork on the side, but that's not really it. I really just, I have a lot in college that I'm doing right now, so I have to be at the top of my game. And yeah, that's just how it is. And I remember when I went to go work for this specific person's work, they said, okay, you'll end up working about, probably about like 30 hours a week, right? 30 hours is not bad. And you being a college student, obviously, you know, 30 hours is kind of the only thing you can take. That's like part-time type stuff. So I said, all right. First, second, and third week, I ended up working fucking far over 30 hours. Uh, from, I can't even say, it was like 10 o'clock. At the, the first day was like 9 o'clock until, until like 5.30. It was ridiculous. Um, and it just continued going on and on and on. It was absurd. I got scammed out of my fucking britches and it really, me being an early business owner now, I look back and I say, man, I would never do that to an employee that tells me that I got to, that they got to, you know, work 30 hours a week or even if it was something as little as 15 by doing three a day, I would never do that to somebody. Are you kidding me? Like give, I would love to give somebody a mutual beneficial relationship and work not a parasitic one where i'm scamming them over just to make my business go that's bullshit now i obviously 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 before i get people saying oh but that's how you're supposed to scam your way to your top you're supposed to snake your competitors you're supposed to snake people around you it all play it plays different when it comes into family you shouldn't be doing that to your family that's fucked up that's very fucked up you shouldn't do that fuck dude but that's what happens so i told myself i said listen when i do go and own my business when i do get a little bit bigger everybody that works for me i'm going to give them the absolute utmost responsibility and respect with what they do and i'm going to make sure that i value appreciate and respect the time that they give me because the time that they're giving me is also what's making my business grow all right the the time that they're giving me is what's making me money and what's making them money too, right? Respect is, yeah, it's earned. But you can demand it by having good intentions and good love and good personality and good good mindset towards other people. That's how you demand it. You don't demand it by going up to going up to some big bloke and saying, Hey, I demand you to respect me right now. I just you know, I just did that and the other thing. No. Just be good. Just earn that respect by doing the right steps to earning it. It's not that difficult. 
when it comes to working and stuff, I think that's a big thing with narcissism too. I can't tell you the amount of times that I've heard people talk to me and say, man, I just got snaked by my manager today. I told him I can work Monday, th- uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and I would have to take Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays off, and now he's got me working on the weekends. I say, that is ridiculous. How, how, how have you not quit? Oh, because I need the money. If I quit this job, I'm, I'm, I'm fucked. That's, that's so sad. It's honestly, it's sad. You know? Oh, Matthew, I went and worked. Uh, I said I would be able to work on the weekends, but I would only, you know, be able to work uh, from 7 in the morning until 3 in the afternoon or 4 in the afternoon and stuff. And now I've got, I'm, I'm working all night. It's like, well, that's not, that's not a way to run the business. Where do you work? Walmart. Oh, hell, okay. We'll, we'll get into that another day. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, honestly, I just think that narcissism and selfishness and and greed plays in every single aspect of our lives it plays in so many aspects it plays in 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 the workforce it plays in schools it plays in families it plays in everybody's life at one point or another we're all in a sense one way or another or a hundred others narcissistic we love to make things about us we're humans we love to make everything about us we want the center of uh, of the spotlight. We want the center of attention. And I got to be honest with you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be one of those social justice warriors by targeting rich people. But I will say that a lot of people, like in in L.A. or in California, you know, bigger bigger counties and stuff. It's hard to it's hard to not have an ego when everybody around you is saying how much of a great fucking person you are. Literally, everybody around you. A person donates you $100,000 and they're like, man, I, I'm giving you this because I love you, man. I know that sounds absurd to a lot of listeners, but that's what happens in, in the content world. People just throw around money like it's nothing. <laughs> Believe me, I would give an example right now, but I don't want to go into it. But, man, I'm telling you right now. When you're surrounded by people who love you, that is good. But when you're surrounded by people who just constantly kiss your ass and and don't benefit off of you and don't benefit off of what you can give them as a mutual understanding and stuff, that's when really, that's when narcissism really has a chance to grow. That's when narcissism really has a chance to plague you, plague your family, plague your relationships, plague your inner desires. It will plague everything. And take it from a person who, who spent his entirety of middle school, junior high, and the first, you know, the first three years of, of uh, high school focused around wanting everything to be about me and I would do anything to make others appreciate me. Not even friends, strangers. Seriously. So... Um, I think we're getting to the end of the podcast, but I just I just want to take the last little bit to uh, talk about something more happier and say I I really 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 appreciate the people who the past two episodes have came on listened to them completely and on Snapchat Instagram uh, anchors comment section even on my YouTube channel just thank you guys so much for being so appreciative of of what I'm trying to do here and what I want to do in the future thank you so much for just being so nice to me because I've always wanted to do a podcast. I've always wanted to create my own podcast and I've, I've always had this fear in the back of my head that people will not like what I say because a lot of, especially a lot of guys that I used to know, they'll look at me and they'll say, Oh, this guy looks like a piece of shit. So therefore everything he has to say is a piece of shit. But last episode I had so many people saying, look, man, I, I, 
deeply understand where you're coming from, deeply understand what you're going through. I just want you to know this is what I've gone through and your podcast really helped me under, helped me understand you. I mean, there's been so many people who have sent some beautiful and kind messages to me, even strangers, honestly. I just want to say thank you guys so much for being so, so appreciative um, and so kind and so generous and so just genuinely appreciating um, because that's, that's, that's what's kind of given me the drive to continue doing this podcast and continue doing what I want to do, continue doing this content creation. Um, I want to take a small, small, small section of this podcast where we're at right now, 40, 48 minutes. Okay. I'll take the next two minutes to just go ahead and give us a quick shout out to my social medias. I have to announce a couple of some things that are coming projects and stuff. Um, my monthly newsletter from Soulless Design, which is the the company that I own. Um, if you would like to get a monthly newsletter from my my company, Soulless Design, go ahead and email me at mattpalmerbusiness at gmail.com. And uh, go ahead and just email me there. Say, hey, my name is so-and-so. I would really appreciate a monthly newsletter. Thank you. Goodbye. If you just want to say that or just say, hey, monthly newsletter, where's it at, motherfucker? I'm right outside your house. Just say that too. It's fine. Whatever works. But at the end of the day, um, those newsletters are really, really bringing in a lot of traction to Solus Design and a lot of the good stuff that the website's producing. Um, and yeah, if you would like to get a monthly newsletter from me straight from my elegant fingertips onto my keyboard, I mean, go ahead and just just email me and I'll get one to you. Um, Another thing that I've recognized too is on my on my Snapchat. Whenever I tell somebody to add me, it says subscribe, and I looked into this, and apparently I have a pro- public profile that I I post a lot of my daily life on my Snapchat. If you would like to go ahead and see my daily life, or even just talk to me, be friends or whatever, it's fine by me. Go ahead uh, and add me. My Snapchat is Soulless MP, S O L U S M P. And yeah, go ahead and add me there. Let's talk. Let's do whatever. That's fine by me. Uh, my Instagram is just Matt, Matthew Palmer. Uh, two T's and Matthew and two R's and Palmer. And yeah, that, that's kind of where you're going to find all of the news and information and stuff that's going to be coming out about podcasts and whatever else comes. Um, and the last thing I want to announce about my social medias is if you would like to watch me stream uh, any games or whatever, I stream on a channel uh, on YouTube. Um I just canceled my old one too, so go ahead and find that on my Instagram link or social medias anywhere, I guess, but let's get enough about shoving the social medias out of my face, or out of your face, but yeah, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, if you have anything you would like to tell me, any 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 feedback, and I mean this, any feedback whatsoever, criticism, feedback, thoughts, comments, questions, concerns, even comments, that's fine, or uh, questions, that's fine. Go ahead and tell me. Go ahead and get in contact with me, or if there's a comment section on Anchor or Spotify. I don't think there is on Spotify. But go ahead and and list them. That's perfectly fine by me. But I sincerely thank you for listening to another episode of the Lonesome Podcast. I have been your host, Matt Palmer. And I can't wait to see you guys on the next episode.